Alleluia, alleluia. God is good, is he not? Worthy of our praise, worthy of glory. Christ is King, he is Lord. He is our Savior and he's our friend. And in this place, at this time, on this Christmas Eve, we worship him. And I trust, friend, that as you have come into this place, uh, you'll find this place to be a place of safety, a place of welcome, and a place where you can celebrate the goodness of a God who is so much in love with you. Uh, my name is Matthew. I'm one of the pastors here at New Hope Church. Welcome to all of you, and especially a warm welcome to those of you who are guests with us here today. We're just delighted, delighted that you can be with us as we gather together to celebrate this Jesus. Uh, if you're joining us online, welcome to New Hope Church right here in the Minneapolis area. We're thrilled to be able to connect with you on this Christmas Eve. This is a special time of year. It's a special day, and it's a privilege for all of us to come together in the name of Jesus. Hey, a couple of things I want you to be aware of. Uh, this uh, next week, we're going to meet again uh, Sunday in what is our normal uh, worship gathering pattern at uh, 9 o'clock and at 10.30. 10.30 is our English gathering. Also, 10.30 down the hall is a gathering in Spanish. Would love for you to join us. Everyone here is welcome. Hear me. There is a place for you here. You are welcome here. And uh, as we get out of the holidays, there is a space for you. Come back. Join us here. Just know that right here at New Hope Church, God is on the move. The Holy Spirit is alive and well in this church family. And there is a safe and beautiful place for you where you can be made new and find hope. And I want you to know that. As you leave here tonight, remember that. We'll talk more about it in just a while. Also, let me just mention to you, at the end of our time together, we're going to have a couple of our elders. These are uh, folks in our church that help provide shepherding care for our church family. They're going to be right up here at the front. And uh, they're there. They're going to be there so as to pray for you. If you'd like somebody to pray with you, maybe tonight is the night that you meet Jesus in a very personal, new, real way. And they want to be able to encourage that and affirm that with you and pray over you. So don't hesitate to linger for a few minutes and visit with them. You're welcome to do so. They want to serve you as, uh, as you are here today. Well, listen to the words of the song just sung so beautifully by Pastor Harry and the team. Listen to these words. Behold, the King has come. Divinity incarnate creator of the world, breathing our air. Behold, what light has come, and the dark cannot contain it. The Savior of the world is finally here. Oh, what joy. Oh, what hope. Our fears are met in Christ tonight. Our longings culminate triumphantly in Jesus. And that's why we are gathered here, to exalt this Jesus, the culmination of all for which we hunger, all for which we long. Listen to his story, the Christmas story, found in the Gospel of Luke, here in the New Testaments of our Bibles. In those days, a decree went out 
from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. As we sang, divinity incarnate, breathing our air. But we go forward, listen still further. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find this baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. As the song declared earlier, behold, the king has come. The savior of the world is finally here. And absolutely Absolutely, this Savior is here. Within these words from the Gospel of Luke, one particular phrase stands out to me, and I want you to hear that God wants to speak to you very specifically through this phrase. This phrase has what I would consider three simple movements. And the phrase was given by the angel, and here is what the angel said to those shepherds on that hillside. He spoke of good news, movement one, of great joy, movement two, for all the people, movement three. And God wants to speak to you through these three movements. So let us begin with that final one, all the people. Who are all the people? Well, they are you. And that includes me. It is the collection of you and of me right here in Minnesota. It includes Minnesotans. It even includes those from Wisconsin. It includes all the peoples 
across all the world. It includes Palestinians and Israelis and Ukrainians and Russians. All the people includes the Hindus and the Buddhists and the Jews and the Muslims and the atheists and those who are unaffiliated with anything seemingly religious or spiritual and sometimes can't you blame them? It includes those who are rich and who are poor, those who are sick and those who are well. It includes Democrats and Republicans and royalists and Marxists. It includes those who are educated and those who perhaps lack some of that. Those who work with calloused hands and those who are constantly massaging the muscle of their brain in some quiet corner with a tie on. It includes boys and girls. It includes those who are depressed and anxious and manic, and those who are lonely. As a matter of fact, it includes all of us. And at the end, that is really the testimony of the scriptures. The Apostle Paul tells us in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, he says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so when that angel says to those shepherds on that hillside outside of Jerusalem that there is good news of great joy for all the people, that is of whom he's speaking. All of us, me and you. And so you've come here into this moment, not by accident, but by divine design, because the loving, living God wants to connect with you, because you are precious to him, and because he has a plan for you and a purpose for you. He rejoices over you. Rejoice, joy. Well, that takes us to that middle movement, the, the great joy. But can we really have great joy in a weary world? In a world with so much hate and fear and uncertainty and anguish? Can we really have deep and abiding joy? You know, the songs of the ancient days yearned for such joy, spoke of such joy as that which is to be sought after. One great lyric from Psalm 94 reads this way, when anxieties great within me, when anxiety is great within me, your joy brings me consolation. The sages of old cry out for such. Celebrate joy. Rejoice in the Lord, the apostle Paul would write, from prison no less. Rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice. And David, the king from the olden days, 
offers this word from Psalm 16. He says, of God, in your presence, in your presence, there is fullness of joy. Can joy be found? Absolutely it may be found. Oh, friend, hear me now. Joy can be yours tonight. It can be yours tonight. It can be yours in the days ahead. Even in these desperate days. Even in days where our world is weary, groaning, yearning for something to give. Looking for fears to be relieved. Hopes to be fulfilled. Joy may be found for sure. And that takes us to that, that first movement, the good news. It means the gospel. Euangelion is the language of the New Testament. Euangelion. Good tidings, good news, gospel. And we see it so vividly in Luke chapter 2, verse 11. I read it a bit ago, where that angel says to those shepherds, For unto you is born this day a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This Savior, this Christ, this Messiah, the Anointed One, the One chosen and anointed by God to redeem sinners and to make all things new. His name is Jesus. And the prophets of old spoke of this Jesus. We echoed it earlier in some of our singing. A virgin will give birth to a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel. For unto you a child is born, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His name is Jesus. And he was born of a virgin named Mary. And he lived a righteous and sinless life. And he did bring the goodness of heaven to every space in which he found himself. And then, on a certain night, he was betrayed by somebody close to him. A disciple, a friend. He was arrested by the authorities, tried in an unjust court of law, condemned a criminal's death, though he had done nothing wrong. He was incarcerated and tortured. And then he was crucified on a Roman cross, at which place he died. And in dying, he nailed to that cross your sin and shame and fear and filth and mine as well. 
He did that for all the people, all of us, everyone. Then he rose from that dead, uh, from the dead, because you know, the grave could not hold him back. It could not hold him back. Three days after he died, he rose to new life. As if to say, the grave has no power, the devil has no power, death has no power, sin has no power. And then some days later, he ascended it in the heavenly realms where he is seated at the right hand of his father in session, advocating for all who would follow after him. And one day, hear me, he will return in triumphant glory. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. He will come again. Amen? Absolutely. But friend, hear me. Because of these things, sin and death and the devil and all of our weariness and all of our fear and all the hate, all the loneliness, all the longing, all the hopelessness, none of that has the final word. Jesus the light of the world, he has the final word. This Jesus, our dear Savior, this Jesus who calls for you, even on a night like tonight, this Jesus of whom we sang earlier, behold, the King has come, divinity incarnate, creator of the world, breathing our air, behold what light has come and the darkness cannot contain it. The savior of the world is finally here. Is there anything that would keep you from following after this Jesus? Anything so important that would cause you to say, I, I don't wanna be a part of that. Oh friend, on this Christmas Eve, I plead with you, come unto Jesus, believe him, call on him, follow him, rest with him. He loves you so very much. Acknowledge your brokenness and your sin. Believe that Jesus is God's provision for your salvation. And confess him on this Christmas Eve as your savior, friend, and Lord. You might pray something just like this. Oh God of heaven, thank you that you sent Jesus to be the savior of sinners just like me. Thank you that Jesus is the savior for all the peoples who would follow him. Thank you that for unto me is born a savior, Christ Jesus the Lord. Here am I, broken, 
tired in a weary world ready for hope and joy. And I'm understanding that you are the light to shine in those dark spaces within and without. And so I call unto you, O Jesus, in faith, would you forgive me my sin? Would you be Lord of my life, my Savior and friend? And would you give me power through your Spirit to follow you all the days ahead? Oh, God of heaven, hear these prayers. Heavenly host, the heavenly host, oh Jesus, proclaim your birth. Glory to God and peace beyond the earth. Your name is near, Emmanuel. God with us here, right now, changing lives, making us new and giving us hope. God, with us you are pleased to dwell. And we give you all glory. And all God's people said, Amen.